1: Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online.
5: Kroger. Fresh for everyone.
6: Could it happen here? I don't know. But I get paid whether or not we find an answer to that question. This has been the introduction to the podcast. I'm Robert Evans. Hello, everyone else.
7: Hello, Hello. good uh, morning, afternoon, good this day. is Garrison, uh, we have Shireen, and we also have our friend Prop from Hood Politics here, hello, greetings. What's
8: up y'all, talk to me nice, I fully respect the transparency about like, well you get paid regardless. Yeah, exactly,
6: exactly, when whether I... or not
8: we learn if it could happen here. Here's the thing, when I used to teach high school, which believe it or not I did, taught ninth mm. graders. We was like maybe eight years apart at the time. And uh uh there was at one point, and I taught inner city, and it was it was at one point I um uh, I got this idea from one of my like uh like mentor teachers where I was like, okay, check this out. So I made you remember overhead transparencies? Oh God, <laughs> yes. yeah, I do for sure. So I made one of my check. <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put this cause I'm just gonna put this up here because, like, y'all can do your work or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, I get paid either way. Yeah, I get paid either way. I care. That's why I show up and I try so hard. You know, mm-hmm. but you're not hurting me by whatever rebellion you're practicing here. Mm-hmm. Like this. This is. Do,
1: Life at, goes school on. School ends
8: at three o'clock. At three o five, I forgot. Everything you said to me, you know. So you're not hurting me now. If you want to make me earn this, then let's get busy, you know. And it was like, no, nah, man, you gonna earn this? I was like, all right, let's go then, you know. Oh,
7: I was a great teacher, so it worked. Do you know? I, I mean, I may have turned off a few people, but I don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what does hurt me, prop? What hurts you? Oh God, Garrett! <laughs> what a segue! Is this- <laughs> <laughs> the main, the the mainstreaming of anti-Semitic rhetoric. Um. Oh, so, wow. Uh, wow, wow. <laughs> wow. Was, no,
6: you did a good job there, Garrison. Great they, work. Hard Sheesh. Hard it. You know what? Yeah. You know what? Put putting in for a commendation for you. You're gonna get a little trophy from
8: the company for that one. Hey, homie, that was trophy, Garrison. That was yeah.
7: So that's, that's varsity, bro. That um, was
8: varsity, fam. You know un- what I'm saying?
7: Unfortunately, today we're gonna be talking about uh, Con- Kanye West. There's a lot of elements to this topic of discussion between the media's coverage of what's happened. The Sorry, past but isn't month.
6: isn't it ye now Garrison? I it's, don't yay. know. It's yay. Wow. Yay. Is it yay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. i I'm pro- <laughs> prop. You don't sound I'm happy, so glad. You know that. I'm so glad. <laughs> so prop sad is about is
8: <laughs> The thing is, like, it it like at some point, probably now, I am. I have refuse to talk about same yeah you know mm-hmm. uh and specifically even covering it you know on the pod but it's definitely time to be like you know whose man's is this mm-hmm. um yeah. you know like come on somebody come get you, somebody come get your man's here you know what i'm saying um
7: yeah there's a lot of different kind of parts of this between how the media's been covering it the past yes. month um, his own like history of like attention grabbing spectacle, mm-hmm. the whole yes. mental health side of things. There's religion, his uptick it's in anti-Semitic comments, and how the right's been so reacting. Nice. There's yeah. there's there's a lot a lot of stuff based on you know a few a few uh, not not great statements, and a lot of interesting things have revolved around him. i will just past. like pick your
8: just pick your favorite subversive. Artist from 15 years ago, and then picture that person yeah. doing <laughs> the, this.
7: The guy's
4: just went, like,
8: "Oh, yeah, come no, on, but,
6: come on!" But, man. Bro, my favorite subversive artist from 15 years ago might have been Dave Chappelle. Oh, no.
7: <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, my case. Oh, so my, my favorite subversive artist from 15 years ago was probably Steve from Blues Clues. Um, hey, oh. Steve remains remains solid. He's, he's a yeah, he's a hero. Um, oh wait, no,
6: I'm I'm now seeing on deadline that he has recently <laughs> embraced white nationalism. You um, know, um, yeah, and it's um, he said the fourteen words, got an eighty-eight yep. tattooed on the back of his head next to the blue paw print. Oh dear. Wow. That's, that's, that's a joke. Steve is fine.
8: He's he's kidding. That didn't happen. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Cause you're like, and knowing all of it's it is And I hope I'm not, I hope I'm not co-opting this whole show, but it's, it is the Tyra Banks clip from America's Top Model where it's like, we fought, we We all believed in you, just furious, like, Mm -hmm. we, God damn it, we believed in you, you know,
7: yeah. Yeah, and as the perspective of like a younger person who wasn't really around for, I guess when Kanye was better, or the old Kanye, this yeah, stuff yeah. has not been surprising to me because I've only been watching him the past like yeah. decade, and that's kind of yeah. what we're gonna talk about. I,
6: um, I would it would probably be fair to call me like a a casual knower of Kanye, but I'm 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 much older than you, Garrison, and so I remember George Bush doesn't care about black people, which yeah. was like. Yep. That's the height uh, that, of all Kanye. That, that seems that yeah. seems
8: accurate. Um, that was the high water point to well, where we re- were like, yeah. "He's for the generation. This mm-hmm. this is this mm-hmm. a new breed." Because, but what's was what's ill is like, it was obviously a sign of his manicness.
1: Right. Looking in back, retrospect, in retrospect, in
8: retrospect, it was like, "Oh, he was in a manic episode."
7: I mean, and the other thing is that <laughs> he really just has a history of basic contrarianism so he'll he'll uh, he'll oppose george w bush because that's the contrarian thing to do at the moment post 9 11 everyone was very pro obama so instead he's gonna be pro trump because he's gonna he's gonna try to be that subversive element and and, and that's definitely been a pattern throughout his career
8: i'm not a i'm not it just sucks to see it go ahead i'm not
6: a i'm not an expert on his music i wasn't particularly a fan but the thing I know that, like, everyone talked about is the motherfucker sampled blood on the leaves. Like, and now that, yeah. that's a... But also, at the time, it was like, wow, this is, you know, he's, 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 he's trying to say something. And now there's a degree to which it's like, well, was that just the most contrarian, like, attention-getting move he could be making, right? Yeah. I don't know.
7: And like what you said, Prop, like, initially when this, when the... When the t-shirt stuff was happening at Paris Fashion Week, I really did not want to talk about this because I thought it was just another one of Kanye's publicity stunts kind of in line with his mega hat and Trump appearances from a few years ago. And I didn't want to like play into the media cycle of just amplifying these stunts that Kanye does, which I think kind of feeds into and encourages this kind of behavior. Mm -hmm. But then Kanye went on Tucker and started posting on the Internet and things have gotten uh, a lot worse (laughs) since then. And now I feel like it actually is we we should now actually talk about this because there's some interesting things going on. Um, and ideally, we could talk about it in a way that's actually useful and that we can gain insight yeah. from and not just, you know, highlighting the bigoted and unhinged things that a public figure has said. So, and I, I think kind of feigning shock or surprisement at his recent actions and behavior and statements is mostly not useful, like as opposed to just yeah. like clearly condemning bigotry and anti-Semitism and doing like mm-hmm. deplatforming. And also upon this, the, upon yeah. the news of the t-shirt stunt and the White Lives Matter stuff and anti-Semitism, I, I was not actually really surprised because I kind of saw this as a natural evolution of the logical progression of the type of bit that Kanye has been doing particularly for the past five years. And that's kind of the angle that we're going to approach this with. I, I think we should probably start by talking yeah. about... Well, the types of alignments Kanye's had over the course of his career towards Christianity And how that kind of reached the peak in 2019 So you can see yes. the kind of earliest hints of this type of thing It's pretty dope In a song like Jesus Walks in 2004 mm-hmm. um, And then he kind of does some f- cool stuff We get to the album Yeezus Which kind of revolves around self-deification like deification. Um, Harrison,
6: I never expected to hear you say Yeezus <laughs> Awesome. Okay. So Which is
7: which is a pretty good album, and it kind of it's it's yeah. it's before he gets actually into like Christ. It's yeah. it's more like God as like a spiritual force that you can interact with and you can like align yeah. can like align yourself with.
8: Um can I and, can I fill in the uh can I fill in the the, the yeah, Jesus absolutely. Walks area? Yeah, yes. like uh a port important context about Kanye one is understanding how the South Side of Chicago is you know, and what it's like Hmm. to be black. There's like, you're not, how do I say this? Church is as normal as dinner. Yeah. With, in, in our community, specifically in the South side of Chicago. Of course, of course, your daddy's a deacon. Of course, your mom teaches Sunday school. Of course, the most hardened of criminals will stop and talk to Mother Johnson when they see her on the side of the road because she was your Sunday school teacher. Yep. You know, so, and you still come every Sunday. Like, it's just such a part. So the Christian idea is such a part, an integral part of our of our community and, of course, of his community because he's just one of us, you know, um, that, of course, he's going to do a song called Jesus Walks. You know, um, of course, and of course, he actually... Probably the whole time believed he was a Christian, you know, because of because we all are. You know what I'm saying? Like, and unless you come from like the FOI or like Nation of Islam stuff situation, like specifically, just with Black people, we're just we just went to church, you know. So, and all of our all of our musicians, you take the greatest musicians of any of our times, they used to be choir singers they used to be in the worship band like we just it's just a part of our life you know so so for him to do that was not strange no what was strange was him thinking it was unique like that was the part that was so weird about like why you think this is what like you know yeah
7: there's the aspect of thinking that some of like the gospel type stuff he was doing was unique which it yeah, maybe was unique for me on such such a large platform, but it was not new. And then no. the uh, the the other thing that is different is that there is a difference between the type of the type of like um, black churches you're talking about and white Christian evangelical born again ideology. Very of, around conversion, which is what he starts getting into in the which, late what 2000s. he be- Yeah,
8: what he became, you know, what I'm saying, but yes. that's not. That's why I was like, let me give it that. So that's why, like, at first. And I'm speaking as somebody who also came from like a very person of color experience in with Christianity and then finding, you know, sort of white evangelicalism and thinking because we're using the same words that we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. And then you about five minutes sitting at that table, you're just like, oh, oh, y'all different. Then yeah, you just kind of like make the little peace out sign and let me slide out because clearly we don't believe the same things. You no, know? I, mean, I I first
7: yeah. found your music as I was kind of, me and my family were exiting evangelicalism. Yeah. Um, and that was a very useful kind of step that was still using some familiar language, but it was yeah. like going in a better direction.
8: Yeah. Um, That's dope. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah.
7: <laughs> um, so I think the, the next kind of notable thing is the more gospel-esque album, Life of Pablo, Uh. In- mm-hmm allegedly inspired by the life of the biblical Paul. And there's the song Ultra, Ultra Light Beam, uh, yeah. which features contemporary gospel superstar Kirk Franklin and Chance the Rapper, who is also a very open Christian. Yeah. Uh, then he, Kanye, has a few years of dealing with mental health stuff. He gets hospitalized. He comes out of the hospital. And then in April, uh, uh, he, uh, some somewhere around 2016, he kind of endorses Trump, kind of. Um, yeah. but, then in yeah. a- but then in April yeah. 2018, West sends out a series of tweets expressing admiration for Trump, including that he felt he was his brother and they both have, quote, dragon energy. Um, Hilarious. People like Chance the Rapper initially came to West's defense uh, saying that black people don't have to be Democrats, which he later apologized for. And a lot of tweets that were up that are now gone. Yes. And then one of the kind of worst inclinations of where things are kind of going was a fucking TMZ interview, which was, spo- was sp- which was supposed to be about Kanye's support of Trump. But then he went on to make some pretty gross comments about black people choosing to be enslaved.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think people necessarily understand what happened last week with the great Ameri- uh, Make, the America, make America, great America Great Again hat. What are you trying to do with the message you're sending?
2: Well, it was really just my subconscious. It was a feeling I had, you know, like people were taught how to think. We're taught how to feel. We don't know how to think for ourselves. We don't know how to feel for ourselves. People say feel free, but they don't really want us to feel free. And uh, I felt a freedom in, first of all, just doing something that everybody tells you not to do. I just love Trump. When you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounds like a choice. Like, you was there for 400 years, and it's all of y'all. You know, like, it's like we're we're mentally in prison. I like the word prison because slavery goes di- too too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, Holocaust, Holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. So prison is something that unites us as one race, blacks and whites being one race. Uh, that we're one. We're we're the human race.
8: And fun fact, like. Van, who stood up to him, I think to this day, especially among, like, uh, black media figures, he's, as far as I can remember, like, one of the only that confronted him in the moment boldly, didn't mince his words. You could tell he was, like, almost weeping because, I mean, that's the way I felt watching it, where it was just like, "Oh, oh, what are you... What are you saying? Like it's just, it's just so hurtful because you're like, you can't believe. Like, come on, man. Like, drop the act, bro. Like now, now we're all suffering. I, it's like, it's almost like I get, I get it. We get it. Looking back, yeah, even college dropout. That record was just him being. Now I used to think it was like revolutionary. No, it's just him being a contrarian. I don't have to go to yeah. college, you know. Now yeah. I know, like, oh man, it wasn't as deep as I thought it was, you know. Yeah. So but in you're the thinking. Moment- yeah, the at the moment, moment like you're like... He's
1: a fucking genius. Like, this is like, dope, yeah. Dark Trusted Fantasy was like the most amazing album I had ever Brilliant. heard up to that point, right? Brilliant, And yeah. even that, as I'm, as you guys are talking, there's like sprinkles of religious stuff in that one, and a lot of his stuff. Yeah. But he just takes it one step too far because I just remember thinking like, oh, this guy's a musical genius. And then when you see that genius kind of turn on itself, it's just really yeah. disappointing.
8: But yeah, shout out Van for like confronting him and yeah. directly saying... You're wrong, this hurts, and I can't believe you say that, and you owe your community an apology. That was pretty dope.
1: Yeah.
7: So after that incident, he took to Twitter.com to clarify, slash defend, slash double down on his s- slavery comments, talking about right. being mentally enslaved and how it's, we need to, you know, this is just an example, like, and how his comments were just an example of of free thought, it's just an idea, and once again, I'm right. being attacked for presenting new ideas, and then mm-hmm. he ended this kind of tweet thread with a fake Harriet Tubman quote, saying, "I oh I, f- I freed a thousand <clears throat> slaves. I could have freed a thousand more if only they knew they were slaves." Which is not not a real Harriet Tubman she didn't quote. Even say that?
6: Yeah. Um, no, that that doesn't seem like a thing she would say at all. No.
7: And all of all the tweets were later deleted, but it was it was kind of doubling down on some of the same rhetoric. And then allegedly, um, some of the TMZ staffers have also now come out and said that he said some. Anti-Semitic things during during the interview that were cut out. Now that's not verified, and TMZ is obviously not a great source. Um, But just an interesting note on him possibly saying some other things that people were thought were kind of weird and just thought that we may as well just cut this out because it doesn't seem super Mm -hmm. relevant at the time. Anyway, so around the same time in 2018, Kanye befriended someone named Candace Owens, who was at the time the communications director (sighs) for the far-right group Turning Point USA led by man with face too small for his head, Charlie Kirk. Um, (laughs) Kanye (laughs) tweeted, quote, that he loved the way Candace Owens thinks. Um, Candace Owens basically makes all of her money by being paid by rich conservative white men to say that racism isn't a problem anymore. Uh, Days after his Candace Owens tweet, uh, when there was the mega hat wearing TMZ visit, he was accompanied to TMZ by Candace Owens. Uh, that's something that a lot of people uh, miss is that Didn't know that o- Owens is Owens is a is a core vector point for all of the stuff around Kanye, um and much of Kanye's rhetoric in this vein of like slavery being thought to control a lot of that directly comes from Owens that that that's the talking points that yeah she his gets. free thinking yeah all of those talking points come directly from Owens which come from her being paid by the Koch brothers, um. And then, uh, obviously, West solidified his position in the pro-Trump camp with the heavily publicized White House visit in late October of 2018, where Kanye gave like a 10-minute long monologue while wearing the mega hat.
2: In that spot, I love this guy right here. Let me give this guy a hug right here. I love this guy right here. Yeah, that's yeah. really nice.
0: Yeah. Come here. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's really nice. And that's from the heart. I didn't want to put you in that position, you know, but, but that's from the heart.
8: These are like... The intersections that are being vectored in this scenario, in this thing is like, like I said, like I I didn't, I did not want to cover this. But now that it's like, it's clearly necessary to do just for even for this context, like there's a certain, I, I save I save the word coon. Like a coon is not something you throw around. Like that's to Ooh, me, boy. it's the, yeah, it is. I, it's the, for as far as a black person or me as somebody who works in justice and stuff like that. It is the worst thing I can call you. You know what I'm saying? So like I I save that term and I and it's because of the same reason why it's hard for the totality of our of the black community to ever really fully disavow somebody. It's because of our history of collective suffering. Like our, we've survived because of our communal protection of each other. So even when somebody is losing it, it's just like, baby, just come home. Baby, okay, listen, no, he he had a bad day. You know what I mean? You just, you want so much to protect them because you understand how much internalized like self-hate and racism, how much you internalize that stuff, you know? So you just want so bad, so bad to be like, okay, Candace, let's turn the cameras off. Like, you getting your money right. That's this this is what we doing, right? You just come on, you could tell us. You you just get, if you getting your money, just tell us. You know, it's like, you know, nah fam, you don't really believe this, do you? You know? And and then we get to be like, baby, don't get your money like that. Like, don't mm-hmm. don't get your money on based on our suffering. Like, you because you're thinking that there's no, there's no way. There's no way this is really you. You know, and so, so so when you put those two together, it's like, like, why did it take us so long to disavow R. Kelly? Why did it take us so long to dis Why is Chris Brown still a star? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's because it's it's because of that. It's just you don't ever want it, like you gotta save, you gotta save Coon. You gotta save that for when you really mean it. You know what I mean? Uh I for me personally, I'm like, I I just I don't I don't pull that word out often. Yeah. And then there's moments when you're just like, I don't know what else to call this. Like I just you if you if you are selling your own people out for the purpose of making money, that's coon that's coonery. Like I don't uh, yeah. and, and it's it's just hard for me to say it. But anyway, go <laughs> on. Tell us more about Candace Owens. <laughs>
7: Uh, we'll, we'll, the girl we'll get,
8: that sued the girl that sued her uh, school sued her school board for racism. Yeah, she, she sure did.
7: Yeah, she sure did. We'll get back to Owens in a bit. By the time 2019 started, uh, you know, this is when Kanye went public about his born again conversion to Christianity and kind of his full pivot towards the, I guess, mostly kind of untapped mainstream Christian rap market, which is kind of. I'm going to try to frame some of his decisions here as being more monetarily driven than what a lot of people assume, because I can uh, totally understand these as business choices, especially coming after the Trump visit. His 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 stated alignment with Trump and friendship with Candace Owens handed him a partially alienated fan base accompanied by a new wave of fans from right wing Christian evangelicals to alt right, you know, Turning Point USA Daily Wire type S- supporters. And then by the beginning of 2019, West kind of tamped down on some of his explicit uh, Trumpian political persona type stuff. and in its place came this weekly pseudo-Christian gathering known yeah. as the Sunday service, which mm-hmm. is like a weekly mostly invite only choir packed music gathering that changes locations every week. sometimes at properties owned by Kanye, sometimes at churches, uh. outdoors, all, all all around the country.
6: Yeah, see, and this is this is where things get uncomfortably start to get uncomfortably culty.
7: Because, this is where things yeah. get quite culty. Yeah. Um,
8: and it's like, and 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 don't get it like let me not let me not cap. They were objectively dope. Like as as music's concerned. Hey. These are objective look, and that's and that's the hard part about Kanye. Where it's just well, like and, well, this I shit mean, is dope
6: though. Look, you, you go know? back you go back a couple of decades, that was not untrue of people's temple. Right. True. They they True. had great artists. They put yes. on great music. That was a big part of their appeal in
8: addition I mean, to the fact and
7: Kanye yeah. and for Sunday Service hired a lot of extremely talented people to lead up yeah. those programs. It
8: like, back ba- yeah, a lot of a lot of like legendary gospel singers, you know, and very recognizable names. And again, given that that his history and context and then the context <laughs> of just black people in general, part of it felt like at the time okay, he's trying to return to his roots. It's like, this is what you grew up in. And you realized, like, maybe you've gone too far. Maybe it's like, I'm so far into this Hollywood world. I, You know, I'm starting to like... So I'm like, I'm going to do my best to like... Like anyone does. Like, let me return back to what I know was the safest moment in my life. And it was Sunday services. So it's like, so I gave him the benefit... I, am, I gave him the benefit of the doubt because it's like, that's what we all do. You return home, you start praying again,
7: you know what I'm saying? And just. Anyway. I, would, I would totally believe that if it weren't for the fact that he tried to trademark the term Sunday service. Yeah. Right? Like, once, yes. once you start doing that, you're like, huh, I wonder what's actually going Wait on. Wait a minute. Here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, performers and attendees had to sign NDAs and adhere to a strict dress code that changed every week. Um yeah. the service featured gospel inspired remixes of classic songs from different genres and also strike choir led gospel tunes with the occasional biblical servant often often given by like a white guy in his thirties or sometimes Kanye
1: yeah um
7: it's 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 probably mostly known for attracting celebrities to come and then also playing at Coachella in twenty nineteen
6: yeah well, there's nothing wrong with Coachella so
7: yeah nothing not, nothing ever bad's happened at Coachella oh, there.
8: I mean, and they're, just, and they're just normal booking promoters that are just looking mm-hmm. at numbers and saying these people will buy tickets.
6: So, have you, have, Pro, I know I showed this to you, Garrison. Have, Prop, have you ever seen the movie um, uh, Marjo? No, I have not. There's a a couple of... It's about the evangelical movement right at the start of the religious right. Okay. Uh, you know, the Falwell days and everything. Uh-huh. And there's a couple of moments that show... An early mega church with a majority black congregation and incredible singers and incredible music acts, and then a bunch of like old white people running things and taking all the money. Um I don't know. Sounds it, familiar. It, it, yeah, yeah, it makes me think about
8: that a little Sounds bit. familiar. I don't know entirely yeah. yeah. The the and the thing is like like I said, you know, uh I, obviously as a fan of the show, you know, I I'm familiar, you know, guessing <laughs> with your your history. And even you describing y'all history of church is just like God. It's just not my experience. Like I, that wasn't the church we were in because I was just in a whole different tradition. You yeah, know? yeah. So when you when you come across and I like I can't stress this enough when you come across you know the Nashville of it all the like the CCM of it all like and 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 these bigger you know suburban mega white churches I like <clears throat> you again. You think you're saying the same thing. Like yeah. you you just, it's this weird, like, and I know one of the things for me was like, and then uh Oscar Grant happened. You know what I mean? And then Mike Brown happened. And then I'm like, and then you realize, like, oh yeah, no, we're not. We're not. And then that begins, then you start questioning your own background. Like, dude, well, like, well, what did we believe when we was kids? You know what I'm saying? And then looking at the Sunday, looking at this Sunday service, I was like. Yo, this is this is youth group. That's what we did in youth group. You just you know you get a good singer and they remix a Jodeci song and just yeah, put absolutely. praise in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, this is you're just singing a a pop song and you're just giving it Christian words. This yeah. isn't clever. Like you know we've we've been doing this. Yeah. You know and and but then like like yeah like. Same thing, like once you exit that like, you know, that subculture and you start like breathing the air and you're just like, Oh, so you so you're telling me Muslims don't have horns and aren't, you know what I'm saying, going just immediately going to hell, it's not like that. Oh, it oh, seems yeah. like turns out they're just wonderful human beings that believe beautiful things. Then you start looking back and you're going, Damn, maybe I was kinda of, maybe I
7: did kind of drink that Kool Aid, you know? But yeah. And we're talking about, you know, we're talking about how kind of the white suburban church can be Sometimes saying the same words would also be very different. We'll be talking about Joel Osteen in a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes.
8: Oh, so, yes. The smile uh, and prasta. Like, man. I'm telling you, dog, like, you just, you just, and then, yeah, once you, once, once the veil comes off and you realize, like, the way these people are talking to you, and for me, it was like, oh, shit, you use the same, the same words you're using about my experience, you're using about the queer community. Abs- yeah, absolutely, you're using about the trans community, and then you start going, "Oh shit! Oh, okay. Oh, it's on now." You know what I'm saying? Now you're like, oh "Okay, nah, I'm cool on all this. Let me, yeah. let me go, let me go to Ethiopia." You know? <laughs> let me see, let me see sure. what y'all think about this. You know, but yeah. Any, anyway, yeah. That 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 aspect, and then I mean, I'm 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 rambling because it's such it's so close to home. This Kanye shit is so close to home that like you're like, because I can see how you'd fall for it, is what I'm sure. trying to say. Sure, I could yeah. see how he'd fall for it, you know.
5: Save 30% on super comfortable, machine washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks
7: Kind of at the height of his Sunday service stuff in 2019 is when Kanye started openly talking about his born again conversion to Christianity. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote a Fox News article quote, "Yay must be born again." Kanye West and Kim Kardashian shared their Christian faith in a big way over this weekend. Adam Tyson, a pastor from Southern California, told Fox News recently that he's been leading West in a Bible study for months now and would, quote, teach from God's word about how salvation is only by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Great. Cutting-edge journalism by Fox News. uh, I also- A little
8: reform Calvinist talk. Yeah. This is always
6: interesting and I guess meaningless because they don't have to be consistent, but I can remember when Kanye- Said what he said about George Bush after Katrina and the degree to which Fox News treated him like a fucking ghoul yeah like, like some the of incarnation the, some of, the most, of Satan yeah, yeah. some yeah. of the cruelest and most racist shit I ever saw on Fox News yep was focused around that but no now he's now he's publicly praying so like he's Yo, back on our side we're
8: all good you know that was that clip he, was this was around the time of like ringtones it was my ringtone you know what I'm saying George Bush doesn't care yeah. about black people that was my ringtone. Well, it's one of those
6: things. Fucking somebody needed to say it.
8: Somebody needed to say it. <laughs> somebody needed to say it. Yo, and then when you see, I like, I don't know if y'all remember this, but George George Bush did a post like presidential interview, and they asked him like, "What was your like lowest point in
7: yeah when you were yeah. president?" He
8: was like, "When Kanye said I didn't care about black people." I was yep. like, "Not the multiple invasions. Wow. Um, <laughs> not not the two times you invaded foreign countries. Yeah. None of that. Lost. None of the war crimes." none of that oh cool Uh, when
6: Ye said you ain't
8: care about black people
6: that is I I, I gotta say though that's also kind of because I I remember when he said that how happy everybody was just because it was nice to see George Bush sad but it's also (laughs) kind of another harbinger of well that's Maybe too much cultural power for, yep. for, one, for one man to no handle. No one man should have all that power. <laughs> exactly.
8: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got there. Robert,
6: we uh, got there. Yes. Good work. Yeah, so, because one it definitely added the
8: reference I knew how to make. Yes. It definitely <laughs> added to Kanye's cachet because it mm-hmm. was like, Bro, you you did it. You took down a yeah. president. Yeah. You know the last rapper to take him, down a made president? Him feel bad. <laughs> yes, the <laughs> yeah. last rapper to take down a president was Easy E and Ice mm-hmm. and Ice T. Like it took a long time mm-hmm. for we could get somebody like, Eazy-E, We talking about you know the Jerry Curl juice dripping on the White House. Like that's that's E that's Easy E. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you know with Body Count and Cop Killer from Ice T. Like that was the last time anybody was able to take out a president. You know, so I'm like, you didn't, you in the annals of history now, fam. That's what we thought, at least. Yeah. So I, I
1: think I think stuff like that made him think he's like he transcended blackness the same way like yeah. OJ thinks he has. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that mentality plays, That's... in my opinion, a lot into the messiah complex that he
8: clearly that he has.
7: has. Yeah. Yeah. After the uh, Kim Kardashian baptism and the Adam Tyson Bible study groups. Uh, Kanye started talking much more openly about the, the, like the evangelical-style born-again conversion that he had in 2019. Mm-hmm. While at the biggest megachurch in the country, based out of Houston, Texas, Kanye talked uh, about his recent conversion to Christianity to the 16,000 people president at the church's regular Sunday service. Kanye declared that he no longer cares for fame and money, but is only in the service of God. And in conversation with the celebrity pastor, Joel Osteen, at the church— Kanye said, quote, the only superstar is Jesus. And I know that God has been calling me for a long time and the devil has been distracting me for the long time.
6: Here's a pro tip. The only time you'll ever hear someone say, I no longer care for money, it's because they're rich as God.
7: Yes.
8: Right, (laughs) because they have enough of it. Yes. You have more uh, than you could spend.
7: In a a radio interview, Kanye went into more detail about his uh, conversion saying that he began reading the Bible during his 2016 hospitalization for mental health issues and started, quote, writing and copying out Bible verses. Uh-oh. Which is not... Odd, I, I, Listen,
8: y'all, like... This, I,
7: I, I don't want to be just, like, blatantly anti-Bible, but if you're in the hospital for mental issues... They probably shouldn't should, let people... <laughs> they should not let dude. you access no. any religious text at all. Like, any, no. any religious text.
8: This is... But, like... Like, this whole, the story is, it is standard inner city church talk. Like, this is par for the course. You're like, look, dude, you know. You go up and you you give your testimony and testimony service. You know, I was listen. I was outside. I was doing all the gangs. I was with all the girls. And then one yep. day, I was high. You know, I was in nine gangs, and I was and I was at a four day binger. And I just looked up and I said, God, if you could get me out of this, you know. And then over in the corner, I saw a Bible. Like it's it's standard. <laughs> yeah, sure, you know. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, No, I, I, it's it, there's so much about
6: it that's standard also just to evangelical again I brought up the whole I no longer care about money but yes. every one of these rich mega church pastors who is making hundreds of millions of dollars a year will have speeches where they're like I don't care the money means nothing to me it's all for God everything like he's the only real star up here yeah like it's 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 all very again if you're I think this hit people like a brick who aren't familiar have yeah Had experienced, particularly with like strains of Southern Christianity. Yeah, but the way Kanye's been talking makes a lot of sense. But it's also, I think that chunk of people were all flummoxed by the Black Israelism stuff, which I'm guessing we're going to talk about today. Hebrew, Hebrew, Israelite stuff. Yeah, that that's more Northeast and Midwest. Yes, Yes.
8: that the Hebrew Israelite stuff. Woo! All right, Mm -hmm. let's go.
7: A so, lot uh, to say there.
8: A <laughs> <laughs> lot, lot of thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
7: So oh, around this time in 2019 is when Kanye announced that he's no longer making secular music, which is a term I heard a lot as a kid. Yeah, secular. I bet you did. Bet. Secular, secular music. music. listen to secular music. music? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no way. No. That's worldly, man. No, absolutely yes, not. Yes, worldly.
8: When's <laughs> the last time I heard the phrase worldly? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's worldly. You're up there. I'm in the world. Not of the world. Uh, that's
7: right. That's right. And um, not of it, baby. <laughs> so uh-huh. this led to his late 2019 album, "Jesus is King." It's objectively, it's a good album. <laughs> um, it is, but it's it's also borderline Christian dominionist in some themes. Um, the very first words in the album are "God is King, we are the soldiers," um, and that song ends with "the army of God and we are the truth." Yep. Um. so you know that that goes into the into ideas about like the kingdom of god where the soldiers and so in this idea there's this, there's like there's this battle between the antagonism against the godly community from the forces of spiritual darkness
8: and you know shout out and woo woos and they're theirs for every christian rapper of the world who yes had this guy make one one record and then cover everybody's charts so now yeah. no one cares about your all you've been serving at these like you know camp canna cucks you know <laughs> rapping to these 12 year old white kids and trying to get your trying to get your albums out and then this fool kanye just cleans up your whole sub genre
7: he had the uh pretty funny song in my opinion closed on sunday you my yeah. chick-fil-a which i think is funny now that so is that's
6: actually pretty good <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, but the man is talented. No one's arguing
8: about it. No it's, it's,
7: it's also probably sincere because that song ends with Jesus, listen and obey. So like it's you know, um
8: No, it's 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 a it's it's funny.
7: It's, it's like it is, that it is. There's funny. this
8: there's this like with hip hop, you know, as a rapper, there's this like fine line between clever bars and dad jokes. Like it's <laughs> ri you 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 gotta teeter on that. And I was like, yo, you are dancing.
7: On that on that border with this one, you know. So, evangelicals kind of embraced Kanye in this period. Some were obviously skeptical based on him being a black person and his in <laughs> gen, his general past. But overall, a lot of a lot of people were happy to have kind of to use him as a token figure almost. Yep. Mm-hmm.
8: Um, we love in, Kanye.
7: In, in, in a, in a uh, Guardian piece titled Kanye West is spreading the gospel of white evangelicals, Malaika uh, Habali writes, quote, Like other black conservatives, the rapper and designer downplays racism while promoting bootstrap virtue signaling. While signifying black cultural and religious traditions, his album is peppered with samples of black church staples like James Cleveland's God Is, mm-hmm. West advances the gospel of white evangelicals. Although he has challenged conventions in nearly every aspect of his artistic life, Kanye West has been born again as a conservative. And th- that whole article is a really good piece kind of going into how ex- how specifically he's, the type of thing he's engaging with is yeah. distinct from the, like the black church tradition and is just Absolutely. like Joel Osteen shit. Um, Absolutely. The, and it's then, the Hillsong of it
8: all. Exactly, exactly. Do you cover, cover Hills? Are we going to talk about Hillsong at all?
7: I don't have anything of Hillsong in this script. The script is already too long. It might it might need to be a two-parter at this point. I I Um, think we'll
8: probably
6: do Hillsong on BTB at some point. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah.
7: Hillsong was a big part of my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Hillsong
8: is a big part of the whole fascism thing. It's a yeah. Yeah, my childhood. I I really feel like I really feel like just as just (laughs) secular. (laughs) Just just the idea of just like secular like academia. Anybody who studies culture, I feel like the effects of something like a hill song is always siloed into this like study of religion, you know what I mean? This is just this thing but like really the cultural societal impact global like of something like a hill song stretches so far past just a the theological or religious thing. I think I don't think people really understand like yeah. The influence something like a Hillsong would have. And just like any other thing, it's like, you know, I soireeed in there, so I met some cool people there. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool cool homies. You know what I mean? There's some stuff that I was just like, all right, yeah, nah, y'all weirdos. But you know, but generally it's like I mean, yeah, like you just be I mean, DMX went to Hillsong New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, so just the 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 type of influence. Over so much of the even just pop music, it's like y'all understand like like top you know number top forty pop songs were actually written by their worship band like just stuff yep. like that like the the effects of something like a Hillsong, I feel like is 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 grossly under under reported and underrated.
7: Another interesting note: um, so University of Virginia professor uh, Ashen Crawley wrote for NPR saying, "quote." Kanye West has used the concept of salvation to disallow thoughtful engagement with his politics, which I think is an interesting sidebar to kind of everything we've talked about, especially with his with his more evangelical stuff coming directly after his Trump stuff. Um, Now, obviously, I don't know what's going on inside Kanye's head, nor can I judge his sincerity of faith. But I can certainly see the business aspect of Browning Yourself as basically the first like extremely mainstream christian rap artist in 2019 i can totally yeah. i can see from a business perspective what happened in 2018 with his politics i can i can see how this may have been a gamble that he took um so throughout 2020 after his su- sunday service kind of era kanye was kind of running for president but like not really it, it mostly seems to be a publicity thing yeah. um his campaign obviously did not result in him becoming a main president, uh, but it did result in his wife divorcing him in favor of Pete Davidson. Uh, the, the most notable aspect of his campaign is in July at a rally in North Charleston, South Carolina. Kanye broke down in tears as he, as he claimed that him and his wife had discussed aborting their first child. Um, this allegedly left his wife mortified and, quote, deeply worried over Kanye's uh, mental state which eventually led to their divorce in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh Kanye continued and continues to focus yeah. on abortion um but he he continued to talk about that throughout his uh, quote unquote campaign and in interviews um later that September he said that God revealed to him quote the black genocide that is abortion. Um
8: God revealed that to
6: him. Is this the same lie? Yeah. I, oh, I'll man. say this. I don't have a lot of nice things or a lot to say at all about uh, Kim Kardashian. But one of the first thing I thought back when he got institutionalized during his mental health outbreak is like, oh, people actually care about him. Like he actually yes. has people in his life who love him and are making him seek help, um, which a lot of very famous people who have, you know, psychotic episodes and stuff don't don't have that right no one around them is willing to be critical enough to be like you need help right now Mm -hmm. yeah Um,
8: it it does seem like she really tried to help yeah it's crazy to think that like uh, like on you on our like 2020 bingo card that the adult in the room was going to be kim kardashian yeah like Uh, i would have not predicted that you know
6: her her actions in the marriage make sense to me yes yep yeah yeah
7: So, with all of that context, this finally leads us to our main topic of discussion. Oh, boy. Kanye's, oh, we haven't got there yet. <laughs> Kanye's recent action comments linked to white supremacy and anti-Semitism. So, this most recent circus started at the uh, beginning of October during Paris Fashion Week, where Kanye literally hand-in-hand with far-right media personality Candace Owens debuted his new line of t-shirts, while wearing a long sleeve that read "White Lives Matter," now this this the slogan is obviously in response to BLM, um, but mm-hmm. the more formal like "White Lives Matter" movement is it is like an explicitly neo-Nazi group tied to the Aryan Resistance Society, the National Socialist Movement, and the Loyal White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. So it's like the the actual group is explicitly like yeah. Nazis. But obviously, the slogan is not—it's easy to come up with the slogan, White Lives Matter. Like, it's not like—that's not like, where did he get that from? Like, like, come on. So, (sighs) Kanye's promotion of the slogan was obviously celebrated by many neo-fascist online celebrities. Nick Fuentes of America First forwarded uh, the post saying that, quote, anti-white racism and White Lives Matter are now mainstream. This is an unambiguous win. Um. And then uh, Tucker was very quick to do a segment on his show where he wondered what the t-shirt was really about. Oh my God.
4: Days ago during fashion week in Paris West accompanied by his friend Candace Owens unveiled a t-shirt that read simply white lives matter. The response from the fashion industry and international media was instantaneous and uniform. Shock, horror, rage. There is no excuse for this, thundered the New York Times. West is legitimizing extremism, shrieked Rolling Stone, etc., etc. What was strikingly missing from the coverage, however, was any explanation for why West did this. What was the t-shirt about? No one seemed to think to ask him, much less to listen to what he had to say. Instead, the enemies of his ideas dismissed West, as they have for years, as mentally ill. Too crazy to take seriously. Look away. Ignore him. He's a mental patient. There's nothing to see here. I don't know who's who's to say who who's to say
8: really. <laughs> I'm surprised all the all lives matter people weren't in such a uproar about that.
7: Yeah, As I in not I wonder surprised. why. I wonder yeah. hmm. why. Um, Interesting. The next Monday, Kanye wrote on Instagram, "quote Everyone knows that Black Lives Matter was a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome." Unquote. <sighs> this is this is this is <laughs> direct. This is like direct Candace Owens shit in a way that we'll explain yeah. later. Um, but so a few days after Kanye and models for his new uh, y- uh, Yeezy lineup donned the White Lives Matter t-shirts at Paris Fashion Week, he himself made an appearance. Um, to to quote Rolling Stone, on the show where White Lives Matter the most, Tucker Carlson's oh Fox News <laughs> <laughs> show, oh Tucker Carlson tonight. <laughs>
6: Honestly. Solid, solid turn of phrase. That's good work, dope. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good way to write that. Yeah, proud of you.
7: nailed it. Good trophy. Good, uh-huh. good, thank, you, thank you, comrade Rolling Stone. So you made reference
4: to the White Lives Matter t-shirt mm-hmm. which you brought out at Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. What, wh- why did you do that and what did it mean? You know,
2: I did. I do certain things from a feeling. I like, I just, I just channeled the energy. It just feels right. It's, Using a gut instinct, a connection with God, and just brilliance—you know, like if you ask like Tanya Harding how she did the the triple flip or the triple spin, yeah. she was in so much practice that when it was time for her to skate in a in a, comp, in a competitive format, it just happened. Like it happened outside of practice, it happened in the real format, and. That's what hap- That's what's happening. God is like preparing us for the real, for the real battles, and we are we are in a battle with the media. Like, the majority of the media has a a
7: godless agenda.
8: Oh, that's brilliant.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, In in the cliff, he talks about this idea coming to him as like a feeling. Um, this is basically the same explanation that he gave for wearing the mega hat. It's like a spontaneous gut instinct or feeling the the, the, the spontaneous decision to, also make, said, to make model and sell overpriced printed t-shirts. He <laughs> also said that about
8: like wearing a kilt. I remember for one of the records, okay. he said he had that feeling over that he was going to do it in Chicago because he wanted to set young black men free. So he was going to wear a kilt. Uh He also said when he was going to run for president that it just happened in the shower and he just started laughing and he was like, I'm going to run for president. I'm going to be the president.
7: I don't, like, not believe him that these ideas exactly. come, like, come this way, like. Exactly. Like, yeah, that probably, but it's it's funny to frame the decision to, like, do these very planned out things as just a single, like, gut, gut moment of spontaneous instinct, because yeah. making and producing t-shirts takes, like, it's like a process, and he talked about this as if he decided to do this, like, right before going on stage at Paris mm-hmm. Fashion Week, which, like, yeah no, like this was like a decision that you made, and you then took steps to execute. Yeah. Um, so in then in that section of the interview, Kanye uh, did go on to dismiss the assertion that his behavior is a result of any mental health issues. Um, then, in a segment talking about Lizzo and body positivity, Tucker and Kanye had this exchange referencing body weight being demonic and a part of, quote, black genocide. It's actually clinically unhealthy. And for people to,
2: to promote that, um,
4: it's, a, it's demonic. You know. What can I ask? You, yeah. I've noticed this also. Yeah. Why do you think they would want to promote unhealthiness among the population? It's a genocide of the black race. They want to kill us in
2: any way they can.
7: Kanye then goes on to talk about like abortion also being black genocide, which he has t- been talking a lot about in the past few weeks. Um
8: That yeah, that, that Lizzo clip, like, man, it's that was like just like I, I mean, like, I I I can only wait I can only think of like vulgar phrases to describe it where it's just like
7: just it just gross. kick
8: me in my balls dude like, like I'm, we're already on the ground just that's what if it, it just felt like a ball stomp or it's just like you don't have to come on man you're all we're, you're down bad bro like really i got nothing man like why are you
7: gonna why you I'm gonna that?
8: I'm like gonna, it's exhausting. Gonna, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's exhausting. Are we just like, yeah,
7: all of why you all of that, the con gay coverage is exhausting. Yeah. And feeding in and like the feeding into it to as media spectacle only encourages this type of like yes. unhealthy behavior. And it does yes. not help. Like it, it doesn't help to be a regular person on social media having like strangers interact with you in a weird way, let alone if, you, if you're one of the most famous people in the world. Like it's, it's Facts. not, it's not healthy. Facts. I'm going to quote from New Republic, and this is kind of about his White Lives Matter shirt and his initial Tucker Carlson appearance. Quote, Little more than a troll, another tiresome and mediocre provocation to stir attention by using a contrarian slogan that until now was mostly associated with far-right white supremacists. West has, in recent years, made more waves with his efforts to trigger the libs than he has with his music. White Lives Matter is a slogan associated with hate groups, but he got what he sought, attention and amplification from Republicans and right-wing media. West earned a sit-down with Fox News on Tucker Carlson Tonight to talk about his boy Trump and the response he has received to his overall megaification. Carlson was hardly alone in celebrating West for not only rejecting Black Lives Matter, but promoting the same sense of white grievance and victimization that he has trumpeted on his Fox News program for years. The Republican House Judiciary Committee Twitter account spent hours slobbering over the interview, taking a victory lap of sorts for it's a new generation of edgelords. And the a tweet from the the Judiciary GOP account is still up that just reads Kanye period. Elon period Trump period. Which my god, if that's the state of the of the Republican Party. Like
8: Is this <laughs> your king? Yeah. <laughs> like
7: Ah. Oh. So at first Kanye appeared to relish in the t-shirt controversy, writing on Instagram that my one t-shirt took all the attention. Uh, after the t-shirt incident, Adidas said that they were placing its lucrative sneaker deal under review. The previous month uh, Kanye exited his deal with The Gap, and you know, several contemporaries of Kanye did push back on this shit that he was pulling, um, including uh, rapper uh, Sean Diddy Combs, who, con- who condemned the design in a video on Instagram and said, don't wear the shirt, don't buy the shirt, don't play with the shirt. This is not a joke. Um, and what happened next took things to a new level of grotesqueness. Mm-hmm. West spent the next few days spewing anti-Semitic vitriol online, first on on Instagram, where Kanye posted screenshots from a private message exchange between him and Combs. Where he suggested that Combs was being controlled by Jewish people, saying, I'ma use you as an example to show the Jewish people that told you to call me that no one can threaten or influence me. So obviously not great playing too much. While basic clearly jokes. being
8: influenced by, by, by right-wing thought. Yeah.
7: Yes, by by like by fossil fuel billionaires, essentially. Yes. <laughs> um But yeah, obviously not playing, not great, playing right into the kind of ideas that Jewish people like control into the entertainment industry and like have direct influence on what people say, you know, basic anti-Semitism stuff. Um, So soon after this, his Instagram account was suspended. And then after he was locked out of his account, Kanye decided to rejoin Twitter.com after a two-year hiatus and was welcomed back by Elon Musk saying... Well, welcome back, friend. Um minutes, <sighs> minutes later. <laughs> minutes oh after Elon's welcoming of Elon sorry, of 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 uh. minutes, minutes later after 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 Elon's welcoming of 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 Kanye West. Kanye tweeted, "I'm a bit sleepy tonight," which is a weird way to open this tweet, by the way. By <laughs> I'm a bit <laughs> sleepy tonight. Okay. Yeah. But what? But when I wake up, I'm going Death Con Three on Jewish people. Jewish, Jewish Jewish people in all caps. The funny thing is, is that I can't actually be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you oh, guys toyed. God, me. It's, it's, I know. Say the whole word. <laughs> Jewy. That
6: was a that was a TV joke. That wasn't Garrison being. Yeah. Whatever. Um,
7: You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who are whoever opposes your agenda with a follow up tweet saying, who do you think created cancel culture, which Uh,
6: it's also okay. I I, I do want to stop at that. That is a much deeper Nazi reference than you might guess. There's a book called The Culture of Critique. There is a deep understanding among the OG Nazis back in the 20s and 30s. That literary criticism, that like the idea of sort of cultural criticism, that these were all Jewish plots in order to like, you know, it's actually similar to a lot of what the right says today, in order to like make white people feel bad and shamed about their culture. Mm -hmm. Um, Nazis today, there's a book called The Culture of Critique or A Culture of Critique that's about the same thing. This is actually a really deep idea in wow. Robert in Are you
7: saying that the cultural marxists at the Frankfurt School invented political correctness <laughs> to undermine western civilization?
6: No, I'm I'm saying that I, <laughs> yes, but I'm also saying in a deeper sense that the Jews invented the concept of feeling bad about bad things in order to make white people feel bad about conquering the world, which was uh-huh. the original. That's 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 the OG shit before Got we it, water yeah. this shit down. Yeah. Oh, before before it becomes cultural Marxism, back when it's good old fashioned cultural Bolshevism.
7: Yes, cultural Bolshevism. <laughs> Dang. <Yes>. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's the OS
8: one have... version. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the that's the I don't know it's I, the iPhone one. Continue. That's the sidekick. Yeah.
7: You know what I'm saying? You are you on the BlackBerry racism? Yeah, that's right. So this is basically a lot of like textbook anti-Semitism. Um mixed in with some black Hebrew Israelite shit um, about, you know, being the true chosen people of God, Kind of akin to like the, if people listen to the show, they will they might be familiar with like the Nazi Christian identity idea of white Christians being the real Israelites. Everybody want to be the real Israel. Here. Yeah.
6: It, <laughs> it started, so we get the start of black Israelism in the Northeast and to Billy, an extent yeah. the Midwest. I think it's Kansas and New York City are two of the big early cities in the 1890s. And it's like, it's number one anti-Semitic from the start. An awful lot of it is based around, like, a hatred of Jewish people. Um, but it's also this, like, idea that there's X number 13 lost is tribes of Israel, and then mm-hmm. the black people are the lost is tribes of Israel. And so there would be mixes of, like, taking actual elements of, like, Hebrew religious worship and uh, mixing them in with kind of w- weirder stuff. Anyway, it's it, it has a yeah. long history... It is concentrated, like the part of this. Like if you have ever spent time in like New York, or yeah. like Philly or whatever, you have run into Black Israelites on the yeah. street. Like they're it's it's a thing that you will encounter. Um, there's not a ton of them. I think most estimates are like twenty or thirty thousand.
8: Yeah, uh, but they're they're very vocal. Yeah, the 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 phrase now with like most of the Hebrew Israelites is like the two children of Israel are the Black Latino and the so called Native American or the yeah. So it's just this idea, and here's where here's where it gets tantalizing and complicated in I'm saying this as a black man, you know, is you open your Bible and at the back of every Bible got a map. And you looking at it and you going, Well, this is where the shit take place. Right? So you're like, Well, how come Y'all only teaching us about Europeans. You only talk about every painting got these white people. Everybody, you're just like, nah, this don't, this shit don't make sense. This can't be it. And then uh, I'm I'm getting, I'm getting deep cuts here. It's like you, and then you get into the book of Acts where it's supposed to be the Bible, like where the gospel spreads. And the first time it leave, the first time it leave Israel is Stephen meeting an Ethiopian. He's meeting this Ethiopian eunuch, and the Ethiopian goes to where? Where was Moses when Mo, this other's back in the Exodus story? Where was Moses? Where did Moses go when he fled? When he fled uh, Egypt, he went to Midian. He went to Ethiopia. So you're like, this shit took place in Africa, right? And at the time, we you still believe like the Sinai Peninsula, that's North Africa, you know? So you're like, these are brown skin people. Why is your narrative? and everything you tell me about white people. So if you still believe, if you were still sort of like in awe of the story and the person this like, this subversive, you know, socialist, you know, anti-imperialistic, empire, anti-empire character of Jesus that, you know, your Arab and Muslim friends still understand as, as you know, as, as like a person, then you're like, Yo, we might be talking about the same man here, and he was as brown as us. So, and if you're like, and if you're like the God, you're like, dude, the gospel went south. We hit, we hit in Ethiopia. There's Axum, the first Christian city. Like at some point, you like the shit didn't go north until 400 years later. So, you you just draw this conclusion that like if you're gonna box me out. My only response, if you're going to box me out of all of the clear history that took place among brown-skinned people, then I'm going to be like, I have no choice but to be like, well, fuck y'all. Nah, the true Israel over here. And if you read, again, if you you can't not possibly be black and read the book of Exodus and be like, well, shit, that's us. You know what I'm saying? You can't pot like, how do you not see it? You know, so- yeah. So it's it's so alluring, especially, again, when you go to the when the white pastor talking about like, well, your poverty is your choice. And hey, well, you know, and your reformed Calvinist person was like, well, that was the Lord's divine will. You were you know, you were divinely ordained, you know, to be suffering people. And at least at least you got the gospel because you were a slave. Maybe God was sovereign. You like, fuck that. That can't possibly be the God I'm reading about in this book you know so you're like okay well i guess you know what i'm saying and then it's like i'm 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 ranting on this cuz i feel like like it's especially for this audience to really understand that context you this this street in a lot of ways like it became like this street religion it gives these young men dignity you know what i'm saying you're you're offering them a sense of history and importance and dignity and 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 order that we, you usually just get from the streets. You know what I'm saying? It's not happening in a Sunday school because at church, that's just old black, that's just old women singing these hymns in the big hats. It's like, I'm not getting that sort of like, that, that masculine hit, if you will. You know what I'm saying? So like this, a lot of this faith, like it really, it attracts young men because it's like, it's like we, it's like we needed that order. We needed somebody to like come and like be a little more military about us, but then tie this longer history because if the only history you hear about yourself is your oppression, for somebody to be like, nah, you the chosen people of God. You're going to be like, well, hell yeah. You know? And then again, I can't stress this enough. Part of this is in reaction to what white evangelical did by trying to erase brown people from the history. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't... I'm like, that's clear. He clearly... (laughs) Your picture is Michelangelo's boo thing of... of That's... That's an Italian man, like that can't possibly be the dude in these books, you know. So you like, I, 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 I mean, he was Jesus was black, like all the, like you just that's your only conclusion, and you like, and these people are saying, yeah, you're right, absolutely is, and you're like, well, well, shit, I'll rock with y'all, you know.
7: And it's 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 definitely unclear what the extent of Kanye's belief and stuff around black. Hebrew, Israelite type stuff is. Yeah. He still has a lot of the evangelical type stuff going yeah. on in what he's saying. So he could have just picked up these types of things from cultural osmosis. We'll hear a little bit more about what he has to say about this in the next episode. But we're gonna have to. I'm gonna, gonna have to call it there. Yep.
6: That's gonna be a day.
7: And join us after the weekend for yeah. a a special a special part two on 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 the feed uh, talking about. Uh, more of the same more of the same thing but yeah. getting slightly worse um yeah. and turns out when you get kicked off twitter it does, that doesn't stop you from saying bad things you just start saying them nope. at other places um so anyway yeah that's that i
8: very impressed garrison
1: It could happen here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com/sources. Thanks for listening. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.
5: with Zumo Play.